As consumers, we are bombarded by it at every turn, like the Incredible Hulk being bombarded by gamma rays. But what makes some media endure, while others are banished to the forgotten black hole of obscurity, never to be heard from again? Who or what decides this? Hetero life mate Steve and Yehel want to know, and they want to know now. This is Obscurity Now. now, now, now. And what's up, everyone, and welcome to another spooky episode of Obscurity Now, the show where we take a look at uh, obscure pieces of media and decide if they should be tossed into the black hole of obscurity or uh, remembered for all of humankind. Uh, my name is Steve, mm. and with me is the the greatest co-host who's also a writer, actor, and dream weaver. Yes, Gahel, <laughs> how are you doing, uh, sir? Uh, as I as I hold your gaze, uh, Steve, I've never been afraid of holding a man's <laughs> gaze. It's perfectly natural. You and he were buddies, weren't you? Well, <laughs> if you want a new podcasting co-host, I won't get in the way. Uh, wow, no, hardly anyone knows what we're talking about. No one understands what um, we're talking but about. But by yeah. the end of this episode, uh, they will, because uh, uh, it's a Halloween. Happy Halloween, by the way. Yep, happy Halloween to you, sir. Uh, I love that we both dressed as each other wearing matching shirts. Uh, <laughs> the weapons of mass satisfaction finally got it together. <laughs> finally got matching gear. Yes, yes very, uh, very professional. Uh, I mean, you're supposed to dress like each other, not only in the ring, but outside as well. Uh, but uh, yeah. but yes, yeah, so um, we've had a whole month of uh, Halloween-themed episodes, and we thought... We would close out uh, October uh, with quite possibly the greatest show. I don't care if we're spoiling the ending of the episode. Like the best, probably the best, most hilarious show that has ever been made. And that is Garth Marenghi's Dark Place. Uh, is that hyperbole I'm, I'm spouting here, Yehel? That's okay. No, no, it's, <laughs> it's a really, really, really good show. Uh, I've tried to introduce people to it before, but, uh, I don't know, man. Like it, it's definitely like a, seems to be a love it or hate it kind of a show. Right. Um, uh, basically the people that don't like it just don't have a great sense of humor. Well, uh, I would say, and, uh, I mean, in their defense that, um, no, 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 there is no defense. <laughs> that, uh, British comedy is an acquired taste. And, uh, let's just start out with that question right there. Like prior to dark place, what is your uh, experience with British comedy or Britcoms, as they are sometimes known? Oh, um, I mean, I, I, I've always like watched like um, like bits from like sketch comedy shows, like British British uh, British sketch mm -hmm. comedy shows, but I've never like watched like a British comedy show, like a series as a whole. So I don't have a lot of experience. Oh, right. With well, it. I mean, um, well. Red Dwarf. Oh, okay. I'm right there with you with the Red Dwarf. Um, I'd say probably the first one that I ever uh, saw before I even knew what British comedy was, was probably Monty Python. Were you a Python guy? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Duh. Yeah, no, I like Monty Python. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Steve, as you and I were discussing before we started this call, I am hungover, mm -hmm. and I did just wake up from a nap. So I think once we're about 40 minutes in, I should... Uh, be awake and ca be catching my second win 40 minutes into uh, our podcast. So come back if you're listening uh, or fast forward to 40 minutes. 
<laughs> for the good That's stuff. That's all right, buddy. I'm just glad that you're here by my side. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but uh, yeah, like, <laughs> all right. So yeah, it started for me. It started with uh, Monty Python. And then like, I remember when we finally moved to Florida for some reason, I guess we got regular cable and with it was Comedy Central. And it was in the early days and all they had was like reruns of stuff for the most part. And one of the other shows on there was mm-hmm. The Young Ones. Did you ever watch that one? I've never even heard of The Young yeah, Ones. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it was just basically, I guess it came out in the 80s. And it's basically just about these like uh, sort of 80s punk rocky youths that all uh, live in this. I would almost say it's like the <laughs> the 80s version of Always Sunny in Philadelphia with British people and over the top British okay. human, humor. Uh, I think you'd, you'd probably dig it. Um, but uh, but yeah, so fast forward, I don't know, 20 years. And then I think uh, the first time I saw Dark Place, or at least it was around the time when uh, you and I lived together in Orlando. Yeah, yeah, that, that sounds about right. Because uh, I remember that you are the one that like introduced it to me. And, and the series is only like six episodes long. So, right, which um, is... Uh, I think you had already watched all yeah, of them. Yeah, yeah, I mean, and that's very... Uh, indicative of british comedy for some reason they just sort of like um they're just like hey we're gonna make a really short like awesome show and then that's it that's all you're getting the same thing happened with the original british office uh compared to the american one uh but red dwarf is still going though i guess uh that's the exception to the rule though yeah yeah um they're like British comedy shows or British TV shows are like me in bed, Steve. I just go short and leave them wanting for more. You know, you want to just be quick and done, you know, so that way you leave um, them wanting more. Right. That's what women. That want. reminds me uh, on like the <laughs> the last uh, I started watch, watching the last episode of Dark Place and uh, Dean Lerner, uh, a.k.a. Um, Reed, he goes, I got into medicine for the laughs. Well, that and the pussy. And that dried up 10 years ago, if you'll pardon the expression. (laughs) Um, And basically, that is what this episode is going to be as we talk through the pilot episode of Garth Marenghi's Dark Place. I mean, I don't know about you, but all I did was, uh, I mean, first off, there's a ton of notes because this show is so subtle uh, in its approach of and. And for anyone who hasn't seen it, can you describe Dark Place to them? Like before we get into the actual synopsis. So, so you don't want me to describe this? No, synopsis. no, no. I'll read that um, word for word I just, in a minute. The show, I mean, I was actually thinking of this earlier. Like, how would you, if I was going to compare it to something, and this isn't a great comparison, but like, you know, those naked gun movies, how they're very like ridiculous right and. Mm-hmm. Well, over the top, real silly, and there's always like stuff going on too in the background, and just you know, like like in dark place, there's lots of things where like if you watch in the background, there'll be like a doctor walking somewhere, but they're really just like walking like straight to a wall, mm. like they're not really walking <laughs> anywhere, right. um, or like you know, uh, in this episode, there's a guy that's like walking past one of the main characters, and first you see a shot of their feet. And the feet is like yeah, women high heels, foot, yeah. feet like in heat and high heels. And then when the camera cuts to the same shot of like, uh, you know, like looking Wide up shot, higher, yeah. it's a man walking. <laughs> like there's lots of like on purpose mistakes like that. And I tried and, to write like all of them down in my notes uh, or as many as I could. Oh, yeah, Jesus. I mean, this was <laughs> there's just so much subtlety. And yeah, uh, you nailed it. It's definitely like uh, the Naked Gun or Airplane 
Um, but they did uh, one better. Uh, I mean, number one, I guess, you know, the na- the Naked Gun was like, I guess, kind of uh, satirizing, uh, you know, cop shows and action movies and stuff like that. Uh, this one is a throwback to uh, or Dark Place is a throwback to the 80s. And on top of it, they have uh, interviews with the current day uh, Garth Marenghi and uh, and the director, uh, Dean Lerner, and then one of the other actors. And that just adds like a whole extra layer of uh, comedy to this right. brilliant show. And I- By the way, I do want to just wanted to say, sorry, we did have a few people in the mm-hmm. chat here. I'm Luna, Smoke Monster, and Stadium Arts, a.k.a. Stry. Thanks so much for joining, guys. Smoke says that your uh, VCR needs calibration, and I'm so stupid, Steve, that I thought something was wrong with the stream, but he's referring to the uh, CRT <laughs> the logo, TV uh, our thing. logo, it's, overlay. It's retro, dude. Yes. It's throwback, just like Dark Places. Uh, <laughs> but... Uh, um, yeah, so uh, so yeah, they added in the uh, the interviews and uh, hmm, like it's just it's so good and it's weird because like I think of Dark Place as like the show that kind of made throw or was the first to start doing throwback before it became like really popular because um, like yeah. this came out and then um, I should have looked at uh, the year it came out but then Tarantino's and Rodriguez's Grindhouse uh, movie came out. And then after that, uh, Kung Fury and Turbo Kid, um, all that other stuff. And um, you, you and I are both fans of the movie Pool Boy, right? Yes. Uh, Kevin yes. Sorbo's uh, Citizen Kevin Kane. Sorbo's last great yeah. work. <laughs> which is, <laughs> it's crazy that Kevin Sorbo, the guy that made Pool Boy, which is like you know really mm-hmm. raunchy, really edgy, like real ridiculous, is now like some crazy, extreme, radicalized god. Well, do you maker. think he's just doing uh, that so we can keep working in like the Christian film industry? You know, maybe it started that way, but man, uh, I, I have. I, if you look at his Twitter account, uh, I haven't looked at it in a few months, but uh, it's. I, I think I think he's bought oh, it. <laughs> I bet. Well, would you say that Pool Boy sort of uh, borrowed slash uh, ripped off the um, like that sort of dark place uh, shtick? Because number one, it's like a. It's a throwback movie. Number two, they also have like uh, the interviews spliced in as well. I mean, it's almost like the exact same thing if you think about it. Maybe like with the interviews being spliced in. So basically, like we should probably explain a little bit about Garth Marenghi's. Like I know you kind of touched on the mm-hmm. setup, but basically, you watch an episode of Garth Marenghi's Dark Place, and they intercut with the interviews with the actors and right. the, the director, current day, and current day actors. That, yeah. Right. Right. Yeah, it's supposed to be them reflecting back on the show that they made. Uh, and the show was like not picked up by the the in-story, you know, universe, not picked up by the BBC because according to Garth Marenghi, it was too damn crazy. Uh, crazy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, too unconventional. Or he tells you to throw away conventional right, logic. Right, right. I think I'm mixing it up. But Absolutely. Yeah, so I don't know if Pool Boy stole that from it because I don't think Garth Marenghi's place is the first to do it either. Uh, Pool Boy definitely feels like its own kind of thing because Pool Boy is like very violent. Sure, sure, sure. Uh, well, hey, so is Dark Place in its own way, but uh, in its own way, I, I mean, a man does explode in the first right, episode. Right, right, <laughs> dude. Let, let's just get into it because I just want to yes, like talk let's about. Let's run the, the bumper. Here we go. Welcome to your feature presentation.
All right, here we are in the Obscuratron, where we have a beautiful photo slideshow of uh, various uh, dark place uh, clips uh, playing. And um, yeah, basically, let me get my notes here. Here we go. All right, so this is uh, Dark Place, Garth Marenghi's Dark Place, uh, episode one. Um, here's the here's the synopsis basically of the whole show. Uh, I'll try to do it as uh, as Garth Marenghi would himself. In the 1980s, horror writer Garth Marenghi wrote, produced, directed, and starred in Dark Place, a groundbreaking series set in a hospital exploring the depths of the author's imagination. At least, that's what Marenghi and his publicist co-star Dean Lerner claim in modern-day interviews, which both bookend and interrupt the episodes. In fact, the show is cheap, cliched, full of gaping plot holes, and startlingly misogynistic. Uh, and uh, it's directed by um, Richard Iodade. I am not exactly sure how to pronounce his last name, but uh, I don't know how to pronounce that. Dean Lerner slash uh, Reed himself. Um, and uh, oh, I just wanted to throw in there that uh, it, Dark Place premiered at least in the UK on January 29th, uh, 2004. And the premiere date on Adult Swim is it. It's weird in um, Wikipedia. It said that it premiered on Sci-Fi Channel. I'm like, that's not right. But uh, somewhere else, I saw that it premiered 2006 mm. on uh, on Adult Swim. Uh, but yeah, whatever. It's not that important. Whatever. It doesn't anyway. Matter. Uh, yeah. Um, so Dean Lerner, um, he directed uh, Man to Man well, with Dean Lerner, which is basically the follow up show to Dark Place. Aside from that, he's directed. Uh, quite a few music video uh, shorts for like uh, the Arctic Monkeys and as well as one episode of uh, Community. Uh, I think now he's uh, uh, known much more for his acting, which uh, Yehel will uh, get into yeah. uh, in a bit. And uh, as far as who this uh, genius thing is written by, it is also written by uh, Richard Iodade and uh, Matthew Holness, who is uh, Garth Marenghi himself. And, uh, he has uh, written and directed a movie called Possum, which looks really dark and sad. I haven't actually watched it. Have you seen a poster <laughs> for it or anything? Possum? Uh, no, yeah. no, no. But but I did see that the lady that plays Madeline uh, also wrote uh, and starred. She directed, uh, wrote, and starred in, much like Garth Marenghi, nice. in some movie that she's like pregnant but holding a knife and it looks like it's supposed to be pretty dark too i forgot the name of it but. oh you brits you're so so uh prevenge prevenge not revenge that is pre a funny title uh, but he also helped write a man-to-man with dean lerner as well as um uh, playhouse presents which i believe is that sketch show that we watched him on where he's always like it's like pussy on a stick uh, do you remember those? You sent me the clip. Oh, man. Yeah. Well, I watched like the whole series. <laughs> Sorry. Don't, don't get hot, brother. I don't remember. <laughs> How dare <laughs> you? Garth Marenghi's a genius. Uh, well, as well as some other stuff I've never heard of called A Bruiser and a short film called A Gun for George that he uh, also directed. Uh, I don't know if like short films are like big business in the uk or something but i guess this is what they cut their teeth on before they got to uh to dark yeah. place uh production companies include avalon television as well as uh, channel Four television corporation and i just wanted to mention the the music which is awesome um by a guy named andrew hewitt 
but is billed as being, even he has a fake name, Stig Basavik. Yeah. And I don't know, it's one of the many jokes that are never really explained, but it's still funny that they bothered to do it. Yeah. Uh, like uh, in the opening theme where it says that the music is by Stig Basadic, but then it says like based on <laughs> based on melodies originally whistled by Garth Marenghi, and which is just hilarious because Garth Marenghi's ego is is out of control, oh, yeah. <laughs> and it permeates in every little scene, whether he's in the scene or not. Like it's truly right. amazing. If he's not on a frame. All of the characters have to be talking about Dag. Uh, but anyway, uh, right. take it away on the cast there, brother. Okay, so pretty short cast. Um, so as you mentioned, Richard Iode, which I guess is what we've fallen on for the pronunciation sure. of his name. He stars as Dean Lerner slash Thornton Reed. He is terrible in terms of his acting is very bad, but it's bad on purpose uh, as Thornton Reed. He was just Garth Marenghi's publisher, and Garth Marenghi is originally a horror writer, like a Stephen King mm-hmm. type. Uh, of character but uh yeah and uh he even says uh before they play thornton reed's first scene uh they do a little interview with you know the the quote-unquote actor that played thornton reed he says you know i told garth that i told Garth i don't know how to act uh and he's like and i i won't keep doing the voice but basically he says i'll never forget what garth said to me he said i'm not looking uh for someone to put on an act i'm looking to put on the truth or something so he's like so here's dean lerner as Thornton Reed putting on the truth. And then they cut to him just yelling at a camera. Right, I mean, it's... <laughs> like reading his lines yeah. a mile a minute. It's yeah, awful. Reading, it's the great. The script is obviously being held off camera. It's a it's a close-up on him. Yeah, it's hilarious. Right. Yeah. Uh, next, we have uh, Matthew Holmes, who plays uh, Dr. Rick Daglas, the titular character. Um, he's also Garth Marenghi. So just to keep things straight, Garth Marenghi is the character that plays in the TV sh- is the is a horror writer that plays Rick Daglas in the TV show of Garth mm-hmm. Marenghi's Dark Place. And it can get a little confusing since everybody plays two sure. parts. But um, anyways, uh, he's he's really funny and just really, really commits, really dry. Um, Richard Ayodi, I think is mostly I should have mentioned is probably mostly known for the it right. crowd these days. Mm-hmm. Uh, have you ever seen that show? I tried watching it. It just wasn't for me. It's oh, shit. Oh, thank you it's for saying shit. so. Like, it's basically, I, I looked at it as the British version of the Big Bang Theory. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's a very good way yeah. of putting it. Like, I don't get what people man. see in it. Uh, oh, man, Big Bang Theory. I, I, I could go I could go <laughs> on for an hour. About we'll have a special rant episode about that someday. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we should pretend like it's an obscure mm. show and just cover the, the first episode sure. of Big Bang Theory. Um. Then we have uh, Matt Berry, who on IMDb he's referred to as Matt Berry, but I've seen him build as Matthew Berry sure. quite a bit too. Um, but uh, anyways, he's uh, the, the other great show that I saw him in is Toast of oh, London. So good. Uh, yeah, that's another really funny show. Um, it was on Netflix for a while. I don't know if it is or it isn't. Uh, he was also in Snuffbox. Oh, so funny. Um, which is a great, great sketch mm. show. A uh, bunch of clips of it on YouTube. Uh, he was also in the It Crowd. Uh, I don't know. I, I, I guess they just wanted some money, so they did the It Crowd because that was on for like uh, seven years. So why? What's wrong with people? Ma- Matthew, <laughs> you know Matthew Holmes, the guy that plays, uh, you know Garth Marenghi, uh, the main character. He had like the least acting credits from what I saw. Yeah, it's weird. Um, um, I mean, I was gonna save it to the end, but yeah, like I would say that 
Matt Barry and um, and Richard Iote, like they've really blown up. Uh, but Garth does show yeah. up like when you least suspect him. He, uh, I don't know if you watched The Haunting of Bly Manor, which was another like piece of trash show on Netflix, but he was in that, uh, just sort of in a side role. Oh. Uh, he, it was the only good thing about it. Um. <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> uh, next, we have Alice Lowe, who plays the sole female uh, in the main cast, mm-hmm. at least. Um, she was in Hot Fuzz. Uh, like I mentioned, she was in that. She's got that movie Prevent. She's been in. Uh, she was in Bandersnatch, the Black Mirror special, um, and she's completely unrecognizable right. now. Uh, well, compared to her character right. in uh, Garth Marenghi's Dark Place, because she's like naturally a brunette, and Garth Marenghi's Dark Place, because because it's about a show that they you know supposedly made in the eighties. Her makeup is very eighties right, style, right, hair, um, yeah. and she's got giant right a giant blonde wig. So she really doesn't look anything like her in real life. Um, besides that, there's some like reoccurring characters here and there. Uh, I don't really want to go over all of them, but I guess we I should. I just want to point out the the last guy, uh, Julian Barrett, as the uh, priest or the padre. He is one half of the Mighty Boosh, um, which, you know, mm-hmm. the other guys, um, you know, Matt and Richard, I think are also on episodes of that occasionally. Uh, and he's pretty hilarious, yeah. I think. Yeah, no, he he is. He's not in this episode, unfortunately. No, he he's is. only in. Oh, I say he's only the pod. Oh, wait, yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. Yeah. You're right. You're right. He is in it. Uh, he's only in like half the episodes of the series, but he's always right. great. Um, and uh, Larry Renwick, the uh, guy that explodes, <laughs> he uh, was only in a few things, but I figured I should mention him since he is important to the plot of this uh, episode. But uh, yeah, should we uh, get into the episode? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I just want to say like the side characters are performed so hilariously as if they were just like, I don't know, grips or something that were forced to act like just they 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 walk out and on the camera. They just look so lost and scared. Um, it's hilarious. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, anyway. All right. So we open with current day Garth Marenghi, horror novelist, addressing us, the viewer, and he's reading one of his uh, books to us. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and it's hilarious because he's just. Um, if I could just let's see, he's like, blood, blood, blood. Like he has to like look down to see that there's like five more bloods to say over and over again. Uh, <laughs> and uh, he finishes, and he tells us that he's a horror visionary. Um, Dark Place, and that he filmed Dark Place in the 1980s, only to be shelved by the network, as Yehel said earlier, because it was just too damn dangerous. Uh, well, now the network is so desperate, uh, which is funny because I think it mirrors the present, uh, that they want Dark Place back on the air. And there's also going to be uh, interviews by the people involved. So basically, he uh, he sets everything up for us uh, in this sort of opening monologue kind yeah. of thing. Um I, I love that he says that uh, he spent three hours of his life putting together <laughs> interviews like, oh, like it was and everything was like such uh, a pain for him to do. You know, right. it's like uh, it's just like, I had to go down to my spacious basement to like fish it out. Like you wanted us <laughs> to know he had a spacious. Uh, yeah. Right, and right. Uh, well, the one line I have um, written down here is uh, he uh, refers to himself as a humble fabulist. <laughs> like. <laughs> you should start calling yourself that. 
Uh, I should. I yeah, should. yeah. Uh, okay. And oh, another note I have written here. Okay, so basically he finishes, and then we see a very loud logo for um, uh, Channel Four, and it was confirmed to me by an actual British guy that that is the legit like uh, retro Channel Four logo, right? Um, from back in the day. Uh, and then the uh, the opening theme begins. How would you describe um, how the theme sounds to you? What's it a mix <laughs> of? Oh, man. It, it's like a mix of like a classic horror organ song with like almost like an 80s dance song. You're almost there. You're halfway there. I would say uh, horror mixed with MacGyver meets Murder, She Wrote. Perfect. <laughs> yes, that is accurate. <laughs> and um, and oh yeah, okay. So that I remember when I first heard that theme and saw this opening, I was like, "Oh man, I am all in." And the opening is so hilariously bad because it's bad green screen done on purpose. It's like he it shows Garth Marenghi typing like floating in space, like you can even see his out the outline of the green screen, and then uh, mm-hmm. just random weird stuff. Um, Floating towards him, and he uh, reacts to it like afterward. Like it's just, uh, it's hilarious. Is, isn't uh, the isn't the way? Isn't he like typing with like two <laughs> fingers too? <laughs> yeah. Like very fierce. And he's like an author, a, a writer. In fact, he claims at the beginning that he is one of the few people you'll meet that's written more books than they've read. So you think he'd be a more proficient typist? I have, I have no, that written down. Not, yeah, great. I have for sure. And uh, so. Now, uh, we're immediately in uh, Dark Place Hospital. Uh, enter Liz, who walks by, and then a stagehand places a cat like by her. And then she is told uh, telepathically by the cat, who's obviously voiced by Matt Berry, I would say, to leave. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. And and the weird the funny thing about the cat, Steve, is like, uh, just so people know, so like the cat is supposed to appear, like, had this been done properly. Like the cat is just walking from um, a doorway sure. from another room towards her, but instead you clearly see like the stagehand's hands like sticking out past the doorway and just dropping the cat like in front of yeah. her. Uh, just great. It's uh, yeah, so classic. And uh, so she uh, <laughs> very modelly esque sort of saunters um, to the I guess the information desk at Dark Place. Where one of those like stagehand slash actors is uh, is hanging out, and she then says that uh, I'm here to apply to be the new doctor. You'll see my credentials are in order. I just graduated from Harvard College, Yale. Uh, which I don't know. <laughs> that line always cracks me up because it's so ridiculous. Like it just doesn't even yeah. make any sense. And then and then she says something like, "I got an A plus and I aced my something." I can't remember. Just, yeah, the bad writing is so good, so good. Uh, so, yeah. uh, enter Doctor Sanchez, who says, "You're a woman." Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Immediately, and she apologizes. Oh, Steve, but we should yeah, point out. Go ahead. We should point out that, like, uh, when she's talking to the receptionist guy, you know, he says, oh, that's great. We have the opening, whatever, you know. And then she's like, well, you can start right away. And she's like, do I have time go to, to the toilet? How do no, I she says, I do I have time to go to the toilet? To go to the toilet. And he's like, no, I've already paged Dr. Sanchez. And this all happens in the span. He should be here any minute. And then Dr. Sanchez immediately jumps on the right. scene. This this all happens in like less than a minute. He never uh, paged it's him. It's so yeah, badly it's, done. It's I amazing. Know. Like like when I say it's badly done, I mean that for just for our listeners in a good right. way. Right. 
Um, yeah, and this is like what separates Dark Place uh, from other people who tried who try on purpose to be so bad that it's good. And I think usually, I don't know people. I think lean on it as a crutch for like I guess bad writing and maybe like a lack of um, you know budget or something. But there's just so much talent going on here and so much subtlety and attention yeah. to detail that it's just brilliant. Uh, but anyway, yeah. So, uh, so yeah, she apologizes for being a woman and they shake hands. And then Dr. Sanchez, uh, who is Matt Berry. Wait, Steve, I'm sorry. I keep cutting okay. you off, but, uh, I got to put out that, you know, after he says, Oh, you're a woman. That's how he greets her, which is ridiculous. And she says, I hope that won't be a problem. <laughs> and he's like, <laughs> and he's like, Oh, we've got, art on the wall here it's the 21st century he says something <laughs> yes, about art on yeah, the wall yeah. you know it's fine that somehow makes it fine like and, and you know this is how you like because i think another thing like uh you know shows or movies that try to do like so bad it's good on purpose that they fail at is they'll try to do like um what would what i guess it's like kind of like a misogynist right. joke or whatever but they don't get it because like in dark place whenever they make fun of like women or whatever the joke is on the person like making the horrible comment like you're laughing at that person right. not at you know the con not with them so and i think that's like something that's missed sure. so yeah it, it's hilarious because you know it's so ridiculous like how dumb is this doctor he just approaches somebody just goes you're, you're a woman <laughs> and, and please like <laughs> chime in i mean there's so many jokes so many subtle jokes that i mean it was, it was impossible to write them all down so yeah jump jump in yeah. anytime uh so yeah they shake hands um dr sanchez starts uh, screaming un uncontrollably they cut to like uh how would you just like again more bad green screen of like sort of yeah like a montage of like dark right violent scenes, images uh, body yeah, parts yeah and um and it's funny that at one the screaming goes on for so long that there's even uh, like a bit where Dr. Sanchez looks around because he's waiting for the director to say cut. Uh, and he's still screaming like his yeah. mouth is open, still screaming. Oh. He's like, oh, <laughs> you know, looking around. Yeah, it's so crazy. And then um, I guess they finally break their their embrace and Liz falls on the ground. And Dr. Sanchez goes, are you OK? And she's just there going, not really. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> which I mean, like the thing, the thing with this is, and when I was typing this all up is that really just talking about it doesn't do it justice. Like you just have to go and watch it. Yeah. Um, so now, and we should yeah. point out, this is, uh, just in case I, you know, somebody doesn't stick around for the whole podcast. How dare you? Uh, but it, the, it's, it's going to sound like this is a really long episode mm. or something. Uh, they're only like 20, 22 yeah, minutes each. Yeah. Uh, they're just like very densely packed with comedy. So it'll take us a long time to talk about it, but it's only 20 minutes. Give it a shot. It's on Amazon. Yes, there's no reason not to watch it. Uh, you're welcome. Um, but uh, okay. So now we, there's an ex exterior shot of dark place hospital, which is obviously an awesome model. Um, and then <laughs> by awesome, you mean like a not so oh, great yeah, model. It's awesome. Cause it's so bad. Um, for sure. Yeah. And uh, now we're in the interview segment with current day Garth Marenghi, who tells us, as Yehel said, that he's one of the few people you meet who's written more books than they've actually read. And uh, and then Dean Lerner pretty much ends the segment with him saying, this is going to be the most significant television event since Quantum Leap. And I don't say that like very much, like, 
which I mean, yeah, he's, he's like, I don't see, I don't see yeah, that. Yeah, 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 it's yeah. Great. I, I love Quantum Leap, so I agree with him. Um, yeah, and the funny thing is, like, when he says it, like, he's so sincere about it. He's like looking at the camera. He's like, I read the script. It scared me to death. Uh, got myself together. <laughs> I, I told Garth, and that's what he says. I look Garth in the in the eyes. I've never been afraid to hold a man's gaze. It's perfectly natural. <laughs> like what? What are you talking about, man? Uh, <laughs> it goes on this like side. Right, rant. and that's another uh, that's another thing that I think elevates Dark Place over other like so purposely so bad it's good stuff is that they're just so quick and sincere in their delivery, and uh, they never wink at you from like behind the camera. Uh, ever they they never break they never break the gaze if you will um yeah yeah so uh let's see all right so now we're back into dark place hospital um and uh dr rick douglas played by garth Marenghi, walks in uh using a fake slow motion because i guess they didn't have money for real slow motion back then uh and he, he walks through dark place hospital uh basically uh monologuing to himself yeah, uh, Yehel already mentioned this is when they do the, uh, they cut to um, Rick's feet and there's high heels behind it. And then they cut back to the wide shot and there's a male doctor walking. I mean, which, man, who just, yeah, who behind him. Yeah. It's just so brilliant. Uh, then he goes yeah. and visits a sick kid. He tells him, he tells the kid that <laughs> he's not Jesus Christ. He's come to accept that now. Well, well, the kid, the kid's like, is my daddy going to be okay? Uh, and this was always weird because like the kid, you walk in, you think the kid's the patient because he's like in some like hospital room and he's like, is my daddy going to be okay? And that's what he's like. Uh, your daddy's very sick to me. Um, you know, uh, I, and I'm not Jesus right. Christ. I've come to accept that now. <laughs> <laughs> so there was a time in Rick's life that he uh, maybe legitimately thought that he was Jesus well, Christ. I'm sure Garth Marenghi thinks that he is. Um, but, uh, but yeah, like there's anytime he has one of these little visits with, uh, with the kids, it's always hilarious. Um, yeah. and so now we are back in the interview segment and the, and the kid like tells him like, uh, oh, oh, like, sorry, okay. Steve, uh, like while he's talking to the kid, he gets like a, like a page. And it's like from Thornton Reed, and he says something like, God yeah, damn it, yeah. or something like that. There's always the swearing in front of the kid. Yeah, for sure. Um, <laughs> yeah, and, th and then he goes, uh, it's my boss. I got to go. And he goes, they work you too hard. They should pay you a hero's wage. He goes, you know? You're a good kid. And then the little kid is like, and you're a great doctor. Like, <laughs> it's all. Any, yeah, yeah. A lot of the. A lot of the scenes revolve around somebody giving uh, Garth Marenghi yeah, a compliment. Yeah, it's all about basically. yeah massaging Garth or not or, re, or Dag. Therefore, Garth Marenghi's uh, ego. Um, so, so yeah. yeah. Then we're back in the interview, an interview segment with uh, Dean Lerner, who uh, just as you hell said before, he's uh, not an actor and he's just giving the truth. Uh, and then we have like an extreme close up of him. I guess uh, you could say he's chewing out uh, Garth. Um, most of his lines are done uh, in close-ups. Obviously, he's reading off the script. Reed tells Dag to deal with Liz uh, in an orthodox manner. Like, <laughs> they keep using that word <laughs> orthodox. It's like uh, they were thinking, oh, we'll make it out to where Garth Marenghi has like a word-a-day calendar or something. It just tried to put it in everything. I, I, think it, I think it's supposed to be like, the way I always took it is like Garth Marenghi doesn't know what orthodox right, means. Right, right, right. 
and just uses it like randomly, you know, because he thinks it sounds good or something. Right. You know? And uh, Steve, when he, when he's reading from his book in the very beginning, sorry to go back, but and he's saying blood, 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 and then he says and bits mm -hmm. of sick. Isn't that like sick used when there's like a word missing? No, no, I think they mean or, vomit. Uh, that's like a British slang oh, okay, for okay. vomit. If I'm not oh, mistaken. okay, okay, I wasn't yeah, sure. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and another thing, sorry, that I wanted to touch on when you talked about the slow motion. Uh, I don't think they it's this episode, but later on in one of the other episodes, because there's a lot of slow motion mm -hmm. used throughout the series, and they talk about how they would use slow motion be because some of the episodes were a little right. short. So like, <laughs> so like, there'll just be like random slow motion no sometimes. Reason. It's hilarious. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so yeah, basically they have a. Um, Rick says he's going to deal with Liz. Um, he walks basically off stage, not through the door that he walked in. <laughs> right. There's a door behind him and instead to the office. And this the only door into the office, and when he, Rick leaves, quote unquote, leaves the office, he leaves towards the camera. What would essentially be a wall <laughs> is what he's walking towards. It's so awesome. <laughs> and then um, Sanchez and, um, and Reed sit on the desk and they basically talk in like a poker um, analogies about he's like, <laughs> yeah, he's like, there's a, you know, he's missing a few cards in his he's deck, like, like something like that. Yeah, they're like, there's a wild card if I've ever seen <laughs> one. Yeah, but I'm glad he's in our deck of cards or something like that. And he's like, but yeah, but ahead. sometimes there's a joker in the deck uh, or something along those lines. And <laughs> yeah. then uh, he, he's, oh, go he, ahead. he says, uh, yeah, it's a great deck of cards. Uh, uh, unless there's a joker that he pauses and sometimes right there is. right right and then they actually cut <laughs> something they like that. cut to a deck of cards in the transition which i don't know i kind of thought that was a little cheesy but i don't know maybe the first time i saw it i laughed um but uh anyway but but again i think it's supposed to be like this is because garth you got to remember garth Marenghi directed it right. also so and produced it so i think it's just like garth is such like Garth thinks he's like this amazing sure. creative sure. genius, but he's not. Like, like, like he like is literally a guy pandering to the lowest common denominator right, right. all the time. So I think in Garth Marenghi's mind, because that's where we're at mm -hmm. in Garth Marenghi's mm -hmm. mind, you know, he thinks like this is like art, artsy or something to show the cards. <laughs> it does seem like someone who had no idea what they were doing would do. Um, absolutely. Right. So uh, now we are in uh, Liz's uh, hospital room. Uh, Dag comes in and meets Liz. She says uh, she's psychic. Uh, Dag makes uh, sarcastic remarks because he doesn't believe her. Liz tells him to stop being sarcastic. And Rick dramatically looks at the camera and says, well, maybe if everyone you loved had died, you'd be sarcastic too. And... Uh, <laughs> Liz goes, yes, that makes sense, which is like one of her, like, sort of, it's a line she uses a lot, I would say. Yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, I think I, uh, yeah, and then they end up in the break room. Um, yeah, and, but before they go there, like, Rick tells her, uh, I'll lend you some money for coffee. Let's go. So, like, a coffee yeah. is, done, like, in the 80s, like, well, like, a not even a dollar, like, 80 cents and or in, something. Um, oh, I'm <laughs> sorry. I was just gonna say, and like Rick, well, aka Garth Marenghi, aka Doctor Douglas, he's like, "I'll lend you money right. for coffee." Like he's not even gonna buy her a coffee. And again, in the uh, in the last episode, <laughs> they uh, they're in Reed's office, and uh, Reed says he's gonna go buy Liz some coffee. And um, I can't remember if it's Sanchez or uh, or Dag is like, but Reed, the 
coffee here is free. And he goes, yeah, but she don't know that. Like, <laughs> stupid. <laughs> right. And, and they end up going to a break room for the coffee. And in a voiceover, uh, Dr. Douglas, a.k.a. Garth Marenghi, says that they went to that break room because the coffee's right. free there. So... <laughs> So it's like, okay, so I guess he's not going to lend her money. You know, it's just another mistake, right. you know, uh, in the continuity, which is like an ongoing thing throughout the whole Absolutely. series. So, uh, so, so yeah. yeah, now we are in said break room. It's uh, Liz, Dag, and Sanchez are chatting. Liz says um, she has a vision involving room uh, 213. Uh, Dag accidentally <laughs> thinks, or uh, we hear him think out loud. He says, that's where Rinwick is. And Liz goes, you know, they basically the question is who is... Uh, who is Rinwick? Um, Dag doesn't want to tell him. And Liz <laughs> delivers a pretty hilarious line. She goes, I can handle it. I'm a big girl now. And in a year's time, I'll be a woman. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and then Sanchez follows that up with, and this basically closes out the scene. He goes, so what happened with you and this Rinwick customer? <laughs> like, By the way, did you notice... Uh, and guys, again, we're not doing this any justice. Like you really have to Absolutely. watch it. Like the delivery is hilarious with all these characters. But did you notice that Rick Sanchez's lines? And I never really like noticed it before. But I think a lot of his lines, when there's a close up, they ADR'd um, his his audio, which means that they dubbed it right. over like after the fact. And I think they did that just to make it more because it, it even sounds like he's like using a different microphone right. than everybody else. Right. Right. Times. I you think know. they... So they really kind of... Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I mean, guy. well, now that you mention it, okay, I mean, I think they did a lot of ADR on purpose overall, but I think the idea is yeah. that, you know, well, I guess only uh, only Garth and Dean know, like, is he like a actual, you know, quote-unquote Hispanic person that they then dubbed over with, <laughs> with an ink, you know? Oh. Because yeah, it's... Uh, yeah, because his name is Dr. Lucy and yeah, Sanchez. Yeah, 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 yeah. But wait, what's his... Uh, the actor's name is, um, though, I forget. I mean, well, we know the real actor, but who's the actor who's... Who is Matt Berry playing? I can't remember his name. Um, Tom oh, Okay, so that's obviously not a Hispanic name in the slightest. So, so yeah, yeah, yeah. They just... They did bad ADR on purpose then. Um, yeah. So now we're... But, but it's yeah. glorious. Oh, I mean, it's, it's just amazing. Uh, so now we're in the cafeteria... Dag says that he and Rinwick saved each other's life and made a pact to push each other's minds to the limit. And uh, then they decided to, uh, which eventually pushed them into the arcane arts. They uh, performed some sort of ritual at Dark Place, which uh, opened the gates of hell in Dark Place. And then out of nowhere, Rick says he needs to go have a shower. Um, <laughs> and now they're on the hallway. Rick exits the bathroom, having just showered. Rick says he closed the gates of hell, but since Renwick is back, they might open again, but he doesn't have time to deal with it. And, uh, we, wait, wait, we should point out that, uh, Dr. Uh, Rick Daglas comes out of the showers, um, wearing a, uh, <laughs> like a very short right, robe, uh, yeah. bathrobe. It, it, it maybe comes up comes down maybe halfway down his mm. thighs so it's pretty pretty short uh and he's like not wearing a shirt or anything else under it and uh for his mm. shoes he is wearing his dress <laughs> shoes whoa, whoa i've never noticed uh, that early. oh my goodness i didn't notice that till uh, today uh that he's wearing the the, the dress shoes so uh, yeah just wanted to set the scene oh Sorry. no Go ahead. brilliant um liz offers to help 
she says she's not an official doctor yet. <laughs> Rick <laughs> Rick offers to pay her and then says she can use the extra money for clothes and makeup. <laughs> makeup, yeah. <laughs> he says like, uh, okay, but you can help, but you won't, I won't let you do it for right. free. I'll pay you. It'll make uh, you legit. Yeah. It, it, yeah. It, it'll, yes, it, it'll make you legit here. How? Why? <laughs> How does that because make he's in the pocket. She's in the pocket of the great Rick Douglas. That's why. Oh no, no. Listen, I no. I mean, I get the right, characters faking right. behind it, but it's just so like sure. ridiculous. And uh, yeah, yeah. He says that uh, you could probably use the money to buy some makeup <laughs> and clothes. <laughs> and she's like, "Thanks." Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Uh, and but before she offers to help, remember the weird shot that they do where it's like the camera cuts from Rick's face <laughs> to like a shot of a wall. And then she comes in. In fact, I'll do it now for those. Oh, watching. Yeah. Like basically just like comes in like this <laughs> and says like, thanks. <laughs> oh man. I'm so glad you did it's, that. Oh, that's awesome. Um, yeah. Just real weird, real, real awkward. Yeah. Uh, and, and one thing I do want to mention, uh, not related to the scene we just watched, but I just don't want to forget about this. Uh, you know, when we see the interviews with the actors, talking about their characters on Dark Place, they all act differently. So like Todd Rivers acts differently mm-hmm. than Dr. Lucian right. Sanchez did on Dark Place. Uh, same with uh, Dean Lerner. Uh, he acts differently than Thornton Reed. But Garth Marenghi <laughs> acts just like Dr. Douglas. Right. Like, like he is the same person, basically. Like that's him that he's written into it, which is something that like, I guess subconsciously I always knew, but I never really, really noticed it till today. And it's hilarious. Right, right, right. I thought you were going to touch on the fact that, um, and I guess we could just talk about it now. Like, all right, if you watch the entire series, which is only six episodes, there's never any interviews uh, with Liz. I think they say that she like mysteriously disappeared or something, but I almost think yeah. like it's even, <laughs> it's even darker than that. Like I thought maybe that they, uh, sexually harassed her into just not wanting anything to do with her by the time they were done uh i and i I, see i always thought and i haven't watched the whole series in like a few years but i always thought the implication was that she was like murdered maybe by oh that's even worse wow or like he was somehow involved in her disappearance i think when i first watched it i was just like oh she's like a uh i can't remember the name of the actress from different strokes but she like got really just heavy into drugs and, you know, held up, a, I think held up like a bank or something. Um, maybe that's what they were implying, but I think maybe they, they drove her crazy with all their misogynistic ways or something. And I probably, she probably got on drugs that way and just, uh, you know, dealt with the wrong people. I mean, I don't want to think of, uh, Garth and, and the rest of the guys as murderers. <laughs> that's, that's a little too dark. Well, well, but well, it, it is kind of established in the beginning. Like Garth has some kind of like thing against women. Right. Like uh, at the very opening, when he's like just explaining that he's a horror writer and all that, he talks about how like women have been screwing right. him over since they, you know, figured out that he's got some money, yeah, yeah. you know, and like so, so he's he's got like a a, a strong dislike of women sure, in general. Sure. Uh, so now we are back in uh, the uh, hallway of the hospital. Uh, Rick and Sanchez stand outside room two one three. Sanchez delivers, uh, or Sanchez, whatever you want to call him, uh, delivers the classic line, you and he were buddies, weren't you? And uh, like uh, Rick basically asks him to hang back for really no reason. Um, 
Rick opens the door, and in we uh, see Renwick for the first time. This you know important character. We we finally get to meet like halfway through the episode, and then Renwick just explodes like fake blood yeah. and like prosthetics uh, go everywhere. It's a it's a, it's a it's huge a great, explosion. It's, it's glorious, if you will. Uh, and then yeah, all right, so. He's just standing there, uh, Garth, in in this hospital room. His friend just exploded, and there's blood and guts everywhere. And he goes, "Are you all right?" Uh, <laughs> and uh, and then Larry, that's Renwick's first name. Uh, Larry, his disembodied head, asks Dag to uh, kill him. Dag grabs a yeah. I actually, uh, Steve, oh, I may please. interrupt for just a second. So yeah, his head is all that's left of his body, and it's on the floor. And the first thing he says is to to to, to Dag to Doctor Rick Dag was is uh I think I'm gonna die. <laughs> I forget, yeah, I missed that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he's like, it really yeah. hurts. <laughs> oh, it's so good. Yeah, and then uh, and then Dag grabs a nearby shovel, which was there for no reason other than for him to pick yeah. it up, and then he dramatically swings back. And like the music starts to swell, both guys are screaming, uh, Garth and the disembodied head. And then he he hits, and on impact, we see he hits an obvious mannequin head that flies off frame uh-huh. and then slowly bounces back into frame. Uh yeah, in slow motion, of and course. And I mean it's really just brilliant cinematography, like all over the place, and the music. Um it's so good. And then he goes, uh uh, Garth or Dag goes, uh, bye bye, buddy. And then in come Sanchez comes in. He <laughs> opens the door. He goes, I'll get a mop. Uh, which <laughs> no yeah. consoling words for uh, for Dag. Just yeah. I'll get a mop. And, and I don't think a mop's gonna <laughs> be enough either. There is there's like blood and guts everywhere. Right, right. There's a uh, there's another short interview segment uh, where. Dean says he's never known anyone personally who's exploded. Um, I can't. Rem- I don't think there was anything else all that significant that happened in that. No, he said. He says. Uh, he says. I don't know if. Uh, I don't know for sure if Garth ever had somebody in his personal right, life explode. Right. Uh, but you know, it was an emotional scene, and like there were tears on that. You can tell it meant the scene meant a lot to him. There were tears, but not on the from set. Garth. Not yeah. from. Not from Garth. He was strong for yeah. the crew. So they, the rest of the crew was crying. And then Dean, and then he says, uh, you know, I guess that's, you know, Garth being strong and not crying. He goes, I guess that's just uh, w- w- one of the many burdens a brilliant artist like Garth has right, to bear. Right, you know? right, right. Uh, so uh, now we are back in the hallway. Uh, Reed chews out Douglas in front of Liz and Sanchez. Um, Dag says when Rinwake died, it opened the gates of hell. Uh, Reed delivers another classic line. He says, cool it, or you're going to get a knuckle supper. Um, is there anything else uh, significant in that scene? I mean, it's yeah, there's a lot yeah, of good yeah. stuff. There's a, there's a great gag where, so everybody in the scene is, so we've got all our forming characters, uh, Thornton Reed, uh, Dr. Douglas, Sanchez, and uh, Liz. And everybody's holding a styrofoam <laughs> cup, except for uh, Thornton Reed, who's holding the shovel that Douglas used. But... Uh, as they're talking and arguing back and forth, like sometimes Dean, when they cut to him, he won't be holding right. a shovel. Oh, He'll be holding yeah, yeah. a styrofoam <laughs> cup. So that's a pretty. And in fact, and one time while he's talking, while Thornton Reed is talking, holding the shovel, holding the cup, 
they do a hard cut in the middle of his sentence. Now he's suddenly holding right. a shovel. Right, uh, right. And he finishes the sentence. So yeah, just stuff like that. Um, there's also a really funny pause, awkward pause, like after Sanchez says something like, oh, what San- Dr. Sanchez says in reply to something Rick said. Is that, that sounds like a crock of shit. Tell me, am I, is this hospital called <laughs> crock, San- of crock of yeah. shit? And the, and the way he delivers it is so mm. funny. And then there's like a long pause. And clearly Thornton Reed, you know, was supposed to like immediately tell everybody to cool it. But instead there's like this awkward right. pause where they're all just staring at each other. And then suddenly Thornton goes, all right, everyone, cool it down. <laughs> We're all getting heated. Yeah, it's a great yeah, scene. It's yeah, a great scene. Absolutely. Um, so now uh, we have an exterior shot that's obviously shot in a studio of uh, Douglas um, driving a weird golf cart that's supposed to be a car. Yeah, what is this? <laughs> they, <laughs> it's like all they had access to to like film. I guess they couldn't. Uh, the idea is they couldn't afford a real uh, convertible or anything. Um, and uh, then he basically just monologues to himself for a bit. And um, then now we are at the uh, the graveyard, uh, which is Renwick's uh, funeral. And uh, they basically we just see Rick uh, walking towards uh, Liz, who was in the foreground. And Liz, never even looking at Rick, just starts talking to him and automatically knows that it's him. And uh, she goes, do you really buy this portal to hell deal? And Rick goes... I wouldn't say I buy it, Liz. Let's just say I'm window shopping and there's a half price sale on weird, uh, which is an awesome line. <laughs> yeah, line. yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I think we should point out too that uh, when we see like the funeral scene, the the just headstones like to. at the cemetery, mm-hmm. they're uh, they're like flapping back and forth in the yeah. wind. You know, they're just like styrofoam, oh, yeah. and you know, I it's mean, great. If you just think about it. Like they had to go, okay. We have to get in a wind machine specifically to blow our like fake foam graves. So us, the viewer, can see that they're like fake. Like, ah, it's just so brilliant. Yeah. Uh, So while uh, Julian Barrett, the Padre, um, gives the last rites to Renwick, he uh, springs to life, um, jumps out of the the coffin. uh, Dag pulls a Mm -hmm. gun. aims it at him uh <laughs> as he's trying to shoot renwick's mom gets in the way who i don't know why she's so young but uh right that's another thing she's younger than yeah renwick. yeah and <laughs> and you can hear sanchez off to the end so that's the mother rick and uh tries to stop him but um uh, dag is just too hardcore shoots the mom in the shoulder to get her out of the way right yeah in fact did you notice that like if, at, at first, Rick almost didn't know, like, it seemed like he didn't know what to do about her. And as soon as he hears that it's the mother, like, he's like, boom. <laughs> <laughs> like, yes. like, that was like, okay, I'll shoot her then. Right. Like, just uh, real yeah, funny. Yeah, And then, he, basically, he and um, Reed uh, unload on Renwick. Uh, Reed, for some reason, has a shotgun. And he's also um, smoking a cigar, like, Nick Fury style, and just uh, unloads, mm-hmm. like, rounds off of camera like not really anywhere near uh renwick and then um rick also suddenly has a blowtorch for no reason and then proceeds to set renwick on fire um then uh basically fast forward a little bit uh reed uh he's he's in the foreground while uh garth or dag is like sort of staring off in the different uh distance and he's talking he's like 
Dag was right about the portal to hell thing. I'm just going to go tell him that right now. And uh, walks forward and goes, <laughs> you were right, Dag. Um, and then um, Dag gives him the guns. He says, I don't really like these things. Um, now, and, and what makes that really funny is, like, number one, like, Rick will shoot. And Dr. Sanchez, they will both use oh, yeah. guns many times <laughs> uh, throughout the uh, series. But the opening intro, uh, you know, at the very beginning of the show, like, we see like Rick like using guns like in the intro too. So it's just funny that he's like, oh, I don't like these things. Right, right. Yeah, <laughs> it, it's hilarious. And then um uh he goes, um, he tells Reed he's gonna go get some air and or no, Liz goes, uh he starts to walk off and uh Liz goes, um, Dag, where are you going? He says, To get some air. And then for really no reason, Reed hugs Liz, I guess to comfort her. And then as Dag is walking away, he slyly like grabs her harass <laughs> the back. Right. I, I laughed so hard. I completely forgot about that. <laughs> Me too. I forgot Which about is that. Why too. we can assume that Liz eventually turned to drugs and then got into some, you know, bad stuff. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> but yeah, so now we are up. And this is pretty much how every episode ends. Uh, Dag uh, stands on the top of the roof of Dark Place Hospital in deep thought, uh, thinking to himself. And then um, we are then treated to another interview. Dag says, uh, oh, no, wait, not Dag, but Garth says he he loves all animal life, but he's really sorry that they accidentally killed a cat, which is just a <laughs> just a random thing that they thought they'd throw in there. He also says, yeah. Uh, and then at the very end of the episode, he says, um, all he does at the end of the day is sits at the typewriter, starts hitting the keys, and he does it just like this. Now, getting them in the right order, that's the trick. That's the trick. And then that is the, basically the end of... <laughs> The very the pilot episode of Garth Marenghi once upon no, Garth Marenghi's dark place once upon a beginning uh, and uh, yeah oh man man Garth is such a shit writer he even ripped off uh, once upon right. a time but just you know Garth's like oh I'll just change it to beginning instead of time and it's fine. right right like the only thing that I don't know all right the show's great obviously we said that already um, that the only thing I kind of Assume I don't. All right. So is the idea that he's a great novelist, but when it came to like writing a show, he sort of just half-assed it, or was he just bad at everything? And if he was bad, then why did people buy his books? And then why was he able to make a show? Well, I mean, I don't think he's a good writer because I mean, they kind of established when he's reading right. from his, his own book his in book the very sucked. beginning. Yeah. Okay. That it's very poorly mm -hmm. written, and he talks about some of his other books. How he says, "You know, you may know me from uh, books such as uh, Aftermath, where a mutated placenta." Attacks Bristol. I can't remember yeah, what the yeah. yeah, attacks Bristol. Yeah, you know, just like so. Maybe he's just so, writing like shit stuff that, like, maybe only you know people mass not so smart people like to read. Is that the idea? Maybe. Yeah, I mean, look. I mean, there's plenty of crappy authors that make it big. I mean, look, look at the Twilight yeah, you know, yeah. series. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. I just wanted to ruminate on this a bit. No big deal. Like, yeah, I, I, I think he's terrible. I think Dean Lerner obviously has awful taste. Right. Uh, right. Again, Dean Lerner is the publisher, right. aka Thornton Reed, right. uh, the publisher of Garth's mm -hmm. books. So, 
Yeah, I I just think like, you know, people with bad taste buy his books. Ah, that's and, a good uh, point. Like, you know, people who like Michael Bay, that kind of thing. Yeah, ah, yeah, right. yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, I just wanted to throw a little something in there so people didn't think we just spent the whole episode, you know, looking at dark place to rose colored glasses. Oh, and in that uh, on that note, um, do you think that uh, Garth, Garth Marenghi's dark place should be remembered for all mankind or uh, tossed into the black pit of obscurity, never to be heard from again? Oh, should definitely be remembered uh not enough people have seen this show uh it is it, it's one of legitimately one of my favorite uh comedy shows of all time like the, every scene you will laugh in every scene and it's even though there's only six episodes it's immensely rewatchable because there's always like little jokes in the background this is probably like the this might be like the eighth time I've seen this mm. episode and I'm still like finding little I know, things. It's so crazy. Uh, like that's how the Simpsons used to be like, yeah, it's so good. Uh, obviously I, uh, I agree with you. Hell, uh, if you haven't seen it, you should watch it. Uh, it's so good. I mean, I, I feel like there's never, there's never been another dark place, uh, on, I guess, network TV for as long as I can remember. So, uh, here's the bumper. In accordance to Obscure to Now, the most important streaming YouTube podcast in all of the internet, you shall be remembered. Yes. Good show. Good, good show. All right, and before we leave the, uh, the theater here, I'd like to unveil the uh, the cover to my comic book teaser, which is now done. Can I do that? Yeah. Am I allowed? Oh, nice. oh. <laughs> please do, sir. All right. Uh, so for those of you who've been listening, uh, I've been working on um, this comic book uh, for a while. It's called uh, Escape to Earth. Uh, this is the, I don't know, digital teaser. Back in the day, they used to call them uh, ash cans. Uh, and if you, uh, if you like... I could email one uh, straight to your email. Uh, it's uh, full colored. And uh, I mean, I think it's definitely worth an email, uh, but feel free to like leave in the comments or DM uh, the Obscurity Now Twitter on uh, on Twitter. But anyway, uh, there it is right there. Uh, but wait, you can't see it, right? Or can you? Well, I, I've got YouTube okay. pulled up, so I'll be able cool, to see cool. it here. Uh, be there in a second, momentarily. Oh, dude, that looks <laughs> that looks so good. <laughs> Thanks. That looks so good, Steve. Awesome, man, I appreciate that. Uh, yeah, I just did what Garth did. You know, I sat at the typewriter and started typing the keys. You know, and hopefully, I got them in the right order. Looks, uh, yeah, I was just gonna say, hopefully, <laughs> you did. Man, this looks so professional. Uh, Damn, yeah, yeah that's uh, great, I'll dude. send you uh, a copy yourself. When oh, I don't want to read it. <laughs> Too late. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm uh, kidding. I'm kidding. And uh, <laughs> yeah, please I do. Will. And of course, um, I mean, I don't know if this has been helping, but Ray can't sleep. Had uh, seemed to have a significant bump. I don't know if it's because it's uh, of the month or because we've been running the ad on here, but but here's the ad, and then we'll finish up the episode and we come back. Here we go. My name is Ray. And I can't sleep. What happens when you try to sleep? I feel like I'm dreaming, but I'm awake. And I can't move. I think you were sleepwalking. 
You emptied your pockets, sat back down, and went back to sleep. There were some rough-looking characters on the bus, so I grabbed your stuff and sat next to you so no one would try anything. So you saw someone who needed help and you helped them? That is the most un-LA thing I've ever heard. I've gone over the audio and I think I found something. Something good? That's the guy. The one they've been talking about. Are you sure? Let's get him. Do you think it's aliens? It's odd, but I don't think it's anything that crazy. Are you sure? Or maybe you're just being closed-minded. I just don't know who to trust anymore. When there's nothing left to believe in, believe of sense. All right. So uh, once again, that is Ray Can't Sleep, my uh, audio drama podcast. Wherever you get podcasts, you can listen to it for free right now. Uh, so yeah, any big plans for the rest of uh, Halloween? Uh, no, no. Uh, I went out the last couple nights. I uh, got pretty drunk, so I'm just going to take it easy tonight. I think I'm not uh, probably not going to do anything. Of course, in a couple hours, I'll probably be bored. Watch some more. Be like, well, dark place. I guess I can drink more. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, I do kind of like want to. I probably will end up just watching the other five episodes. Uh, this I know it's week. been a while since you've seen them, but do you have a favorite episode that you can think of off the top of your head? Um, I like the. What's the one where like there? There's like a. Uh, the, like spatulas and things are like coming. Oh, I at think that's them. number episode two, I think, or three. Something yeah, like that. I remember liking that one a yeah, lot. I posted a gif earlier yeah. from that episode. <laughs> uh, yeah, that one's a good one. The one with the Highlanders is good. Right. I like. I uh, like. Even though it's weird, the last one, the last episode, I like a lot because it has that dumb music video um, performed by. Um, by Doctor Sanchez. Oh my the one god! One track lover. Yeah. But then that episode ends. With him basically getting late, like they have to remove his uh, penis basically because he gets that broccoli disease or whatever. And like, mm -hmm. what a downer to end on. Like, <laughs> they ended the Darth right. Barigi on one of the characters, like getting their genitals removed. Like, oh yeah. man, only only in Britcoms, man. Only in Britcoms. <laughs> uh, did you have anything you wanted to report on your projects? Uh, no, no, just still working on the perfect dark video. Uh, I have sold out. It will have a sponsor in it. Uh, Blue Chew. <laughs> uh, uh, Magic Spoon Cereal, actually, um, is what it's called. Uh, it's like high protein, uh, low carb, low calorie cereal. Uh, so it tastes surprisingly good. They sent me a box and uh, it's actually I've always wanted to try it. But yeah, never mention them again on this podcast unless they want to send me some cereal. Okay. All right. Oh, I apologize, sir. <laughs> I, I sincerely oh, uh, so I went ahead and chose what we're going to do for next episode. Uh, and I would like to tell you now. And hopefully you won't be vehemently <laughs> against it. Are you ready? Yes, All sir. right. So before James Bond madness, <laughs> if that's even a thing, completely fades from public memory, uh, I would like for us to take a look at the James Bond Jr. cartoon from the 90s. Oh, okay. Sounds All good. All right, yeah. I'll, I'll, I vaguely remember like seeing uh, commercials where I never watched. Oh, it, it's so. awful. Yeah, but, I'm uh, down. Yeah, yeah. Okay, good, good, good. All right, everybody, uh, happy Halloween. Uh, make sure you check out uh, Yahel's channel, uh, Resting with Gaming, and, of course, uh, Ray Can't Sleep. 
you want a free digital preview of my, my comic, just leave it in the comments or tweet us. Uh, and uh, we will see you uh, next week on Obscurity Now when we will be talking about James Bond Jr. See you around. You've been enjoying Obscurity Now, a podcast that's recorded live to tape and streamed to Twitch and YouTube. Subscribe so you never miss an episode or hilarious quip. Take us with you by following the download links provided in the show notes to wherever you get podcasts. And take notice of our various social media links. If that's what you're into, I'm not here to judge. And make sure you join us live next week at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific as we continue to discuss more obscure media only on Obscure Now. Now.